Learn why entrepreneurs, hairstylists, pastors, military commandos, executives, professional athletes, and coaches trust over a decade of experience to find a clearer vision and purpose for the life, career, and organization. Go to emmasgood.com forward slash R7 and apply today. Finally, get the clarity to level up your career, relationships, and confidence with R7. Welcome back to the Apply Rigor Podcast. We are so happy that you are here with us and As we sit here and get ready to unpack this very interesting idea today, you got to know I'm not here alone. If I was here, this podcast would be kind of wah, wah, wah. So I have to look to my left. There's life. Yep. There's life to your left. Look at the guy that is bringing it. He brings the heat every day, my friend Dave Jones. What's going on, Dave Bennett? Dude, all kinds of stuff, man. All kinds of stuff. How are you? When I think of you, I think of gritty streaking. (laughs) <laughs> well, Grady I, the mascot streaked. Well, and it was like a big thing, and uh, I was like, Dave Bennett. I you know, know Dave what? Bennett saw this. God bless the Philadelphia Flyers. That's all I can say. And if you're looking for the best mascot in professional athletics, look no it's further than Gritty. Than Gritty in, at Philadelphia because he is the best. He is the best by far. So my son went to a um, big hockey tournament in Quebec, and um, there was all this pin trading, right? Yeah. And so everybody has their pin of like you know, for their, their team. And it's like huge. I mean, all these kids pin trading and sure enough, the Philadelphia Flyer team, guess what their pin was? Gritty baby. Was gritty. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I, I have heard people talk about this national radio, talk about how they thought Gritty was a bit of a joke and cringe factor, but now they're like, no, he's the best mascot there is. Like, this is legit. The joke was on all of us. They're like, he's awesome. He's awesome. He yeah. is awesome. Yeah. You know? And so really the little lesson there for everybody is, Go get some funky mascot for your team and then celebrate them. That's it. And we're done. Today, <laughs> today we're talking about what? We're talking about the squiggle. The so, squiggle. Sorry. Right. So squiggle. If, you're, if you're driving or running, you got to get weird with us, right? So Gritty's a great way to introduce this. Yes. Is just, hey, say squiggle. It's a fun word. It's a word that'll get you excited. But the reality is, as we talk about this word, squiggle, it comes down to our developmental process as people. And so a lot of the time, if you've been listening to our podcast for a while, we talk about this idea of peaks and valleys mm-hmm. and that throughout our life, every, you know, we have peaks, which are great things, but after every peak is a valley, but here, and then after every valley is a peak, but here's where it gets tricky. Some, for some reason, there are times that we think the peak and the valley have to be mirror images, meaning if we're going to have a big peak, then darn it, watch out. Tomorrow could be a big valley and it's going to jack me up or it's going to mess us up. Or if we have a little peak, maybe we get a little valley to be okay. But life doesn't work that way, does it? Squiggles. Squiggles. So unpack this idea that actually life happens more in a squiggle than in an equidistant peak in a valley. Good friend of mine, a couple weeks ago, I was out in Minnesota, and we were um, talking about development. His name is Gary Steffes. We should probably have Gary on, so um, we'll hashtag you here, Gary, so you can listen to the podcast. Shout He's out a to G anyway. Steffes. G Steffes. Come on. Um, so, who just wrote a great uh, mental prep book, by the way. So, uh, anyway, Gary's a good friend. We were out there, we're talking, and my 14-year-old son was there, and, and uh, Gary was just sharing his his um really his experience with hockey growing up and you know being uh he's a pro athlete uh you know being a pro athlete but just his development throughout the years of you know playing youth hockey and going on to play for um you know some pretty big teams and winning some pretty big championships and you know in some different uh, leagues and he was talking about how you know his progression has not been a straight line 
mm-hmm. how most people want their development or think their development is progressive in a in a straight line up or a straight line down. But the reality of that is it's a squiggle. You know, it's a squiggle of, you know, of, you know, ups and downs and moving around and left and right and just a, you know, a mess of a squiggle, but it it does have an upward trend, but it doesn't feel like that because development mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, your maps is a squiggle. Yeah, so the so the plane may actually be more in a vertical nature where it's going up, but the yeah. actual path is sometimes you're going backwards to go forwards. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going up, you're going down, you're going all around, going around and yeah. you kind of have to at times fail to move forward, right? Yeah, 100%. And so it was just really cool to hear Gary say that who you know, who has has gone from, you know, playing youth hockey all the way through now and I, I think he's in his early 30s um where he's you know he's reflecting back on you know what it's not a straight line you're gonna have ups and downs you're gonna go back forward left right but it will be a slow progression up um and so you know i i think also when we get into uh thinking about your maps and in your peaks and valleys you know you can be depleted a lot you know, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you know, and, and how much you have to give. And, you know, you're kind of looking through the lens of yourself and your empathy and not, ha- not having a lot of empathy there um, is hard. Yeah. You know, it's just hard stuff, especially when you're grinding, you know, and you're five, six days a week and you're, whether you're reading or studying or exercising, you know, you, you know, if you're pushing towards a goal, it's just not going to be a a straight line up or a straight line down. Well, and I think in the process, you know, as a leader, we really are tied to and addicted to, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, but we are all about progress. And I think when you talk about the squiggle, progress is not always visible. You don't always see it. And sometimes going backwards, you know, the opposite of progress is even more painful and it takes a lot to dig down deep and say, I don't care. I'm going to keep moving forward because I have a clear vision. I understand my mission. I know what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to keep pushing anyway. You know, and I think whether you're coaching a team, and I know you and I can both come up with probably more than enough examples of things that we even allow our teams to go through to where that kind of takes them backwards. But because we can, we can be above that as a coach, we see it's actually bringing them forward, but they see it as backward. Whether it's a loss, you know, I mean, I think of, I think of, I think of this last season where uh, we had one loss the whole season, but the one loss was to our biggest rival, and we lost four to one after being up one nothing, giving up four goals in a row. I make a goalkeeper change at halftime, and we're up one nothing at halftime. Well, I hate, I hate changing goalkeepers in the middle of a half. It's just something that I don't want to do. And we give up two goals, we're down 2-1. And so now the inclination would be, do I make the switch back to the person I had last time so that we can try to tie it and get back in it? And I was like, no. No, we're going to stay because it's going to be good for this team because we came into this game cocky as all get out, super arrogant, and thinking we had arrived. And at the end of the day, I'm going to allow this loss to actually happen. And what it did then after that was amazing because it refocused them and gave them the juice they needed to keep going. But in the moment, that loss was super painful. Yeah. Super painful. And, you know, and I took responsibility for it. I told my team that, hey, I take responsibility for this and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, 
I think in our life, I think that also helps us understand that as you go through life and you're going through this developmental squiggle, you need someone next to you to help you see because it's hard because at the end of the day, your emotions are tied into what you're doing. And as healthy and great as our emotions are, they can cloud our vision and impact our our clarity. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I, I think that, you know, when you work in when you're when you're in a in executive level role and you can see things spiritually or see things without the evidence of them being in the natural, yeah. you know, having some level of rationale, like you know what I mean, like sane thoughts yeah. is not going to help you. Yeah, That's kind of weird to say, but I, I've just noticed that over the years that, you know, the higher level of the executive, the more dysfunction there is. Sure. Yikes. That's, yeah. that's hard to hear. But and the reason that this function is, is there is there's just not that line of linear thought that goes, okay, I, this is not going to work. You have to go, you know what? I am going to make this work. I know it's failed a hundred times. Everybody around me said it's failed, but I'm going to push through. Yeah. And you just you just have to have something a little bit off with you to push through and not see that pain. You so know? since we're talking about off and I'm looking at you, <laughs> this is so perfect because yeah, I think you, know, you might be a little bit off, but that's okay. I still yeah. love you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say to the entrepreneur that's out there or the person that's at the top of the food chain of the organization, the CEO or the president or the entrepreneur that's doing it on themselves, that that's working on themselves. At the end of the day, they may not have a person that can provide some of the clarity we're talking about to help their squiggle, right? Mm -hmm. To help them see what's happening. What do you do? I mean, I think back to your journey, man, through Emma's Good, like it's lonely at the top. What do you do? I mean, other than pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going. Like, what do you do in that squiggle when it's going left to right and you don't like it? Or you're going in the negative, but you got to believe that you're still going in the positive. Because again, you're hoping that if you draw a line across that plane, you're going up and to the left. But at the end, or up and to the right, depending on whatever you're looking, you're going up. But at the end of the day, it may not feel like it, or you may not be doing it at the moment, but you got to believe that your development is still happening in a good way. Like, what do you do? I think there's two things. One, you go like, all right, this is just a snapshot of my life. Yeah. This is just a time period of my life. Like, this could be a week, it could be a month. It doesn't define my life. So I'm going through this now, but it's going to be better. Right? So I just got to get through it and, and, uh, and uh, let's see, reduce the, the amount of uh, uh, shrapnel that's yeah. out there. So how can I reduce the shrapnel as much as possible? And how can I get through this? And I'm tough. And this is not who I am. This is not define me of who I am in Christ. Well, can you think um, of a time where you were developing, now that you look back, you know you were developing into something greater, that life and God was in the process of doing this to you, but it didn't feel good. It felt, let's just call it what it is. It felt squiggly. Like you were all over the place, Right. And you have a mix of emotions, but now you look back, you're like, oh man, that was God developing me. That was really good. Can you think of a time so that we can kind of identify, we in can help our people identify? In 2008, when the market crashed, yeah. um, we have a certain line of credit that with different TV stations here, and usually those terms are 90 days. So, you know, it's not a whole lot of money, but when you're dealing with, you know, half a million, a million dollars worth of, you know, 90 days that are out there. And, you know, it was a cash crisis in, in 2008. And um, it really didn't show up till 2009 where the television station said, listen, this 90 days terms 
we're, we're not extending that to you anymore. Uh, in the next three days, you owe us $50,000. Wow. And I said, and I'll never forget, I was driving from Dallas, Texas to San Antonio in a 12-passenger van because I didn't think I had to reserve a car because it's Dallas, Fort Worth. It's a big airport. But for whatever reason going on, you know, I didn't reserve it, and there was just no cars. So I had to rent a 12-passenger van. Sweet. And why I drove from Dallas <laughs> to San Antonio is a whole other reason. I don't even know why, but that's a long trip. Yep. <laughs> I thought Texas was, is a big state, It's Dave. a big state. I'm like, well, I'm just flying to Texas, and I'll go to San Antonio. <laughs> it's like, you know, just, like whatever. just a couple hours away. Just a couple hours away. <laughs> Wrong. So as, as I'm driving in this 12-passenger van, I get this call that says, look, we need $50,000. And, you know, this is a Wednesday. You need it on Friday. And I just, I mean, everything, I mean, I just swallowed, you know, like just had this big pit in my stomach. So I'm going to take a big, you know, swallow. I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? How am I going to get through this? So I called one of my buddies and said, hey, listen, I, I need $50,000. And they just laughed at me. And uh, I'm like, you can't laugh. I need this money. I mean, I have to keep my business alive. I, you know, like I'm going under. Yeah. And uh, he said, Davey said, this is going to be the best lesson you've ever learned. And uh, we have peaks and valleys in our life. And right now you're in a valley. And have, fe- have fun, my friend. Wow. And I'm like, you are no mentor. You are no help. I need a check for $50,000. <laughs> Thanks this for nothing. Not, is, <laughs> yeah. Power of who, power of who not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I ended up doing, I ended up... Um, I ended up working on a, you know, just working out a situation where we'd make payments. Yeah. And we just end up making payments and everything worked out okay. And, and, um, I'm, st- you know, that was, that was 2009, 2010 period. So that was eight years ago, nine years ago. So you when know, you look. as good has been around now for 18 years. Yeah. So when I look back on, I think, you know what? Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride in the peaks and the valley or in the squiggle. Yeah. It doesn't define who you are. It may feel like it because you're yeah. depleted mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You may you may be depleted in your maps, but it doesn't define you. Well, and what's so interesting, I think, is if you then look back over the kind of linear development of your life and you look back at that, you realize it is kind of a squiggle that you're going around kind of in a circle or whatever. You look back, can you continue to see that as an upward trend that that did actually help make you better, a better business person, Mm -hmm. right? A better CEO in terms of planning and strategy, in terms of negotiation, in terms of solution building, all of that stuff happens in that moment of crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely does. Wow. But it didn't feel that way at the time. So, okay, so let me ask you this. I mean, we end a lot of our interviews this way, but I think today's episode is really important to think about it in this way. As you, as we begin to wrap up, what is a word or two you could give to people that feel like they're just kind of circling the plane and it's like, man, I don't feel like I'm really developing. I feel like I'm going nowhere. I feel like I'm just going around in circles. All they see is just what's in front of them. They don't see the long-term impact of what's happening. What do you tell them? Because that's that's what it is. So there's just just to recap, what we're saying there, like who you are is not what you do. So if who you are is not what you do, and you have a line between that, then you you can have some peace to yourself, saying, okay, what I've done here, this doesn't define me. Mm. It's not who I am. And so 
this is just a behavior and I made a mistake and I'll get through it. Or maybe it's a learning situation where I'm going to get through and I'm in the squiggle, but I'm upward trending. Like I'm learning from this. A mistake is a mistake unless you learn from it. Yeah. So if you're learning from your mistakes, it's not a mistake. It's just, just a growth. It's training, baby. It's training. (laughs) Exactly. So, you know, in the end, I, I, I love that thought that, you know, who you are is not defined by what you do. And as you go through life and you see peaks and valleys, just because you have a big peak doesn't mean you have a big valley coming. Stay focused, stay the course, make sure your vision's clear and keep applying rigor. So, hey, thanks for joining us. We love having you here with us. Please comment, like, do all the lovely things we love to ask you to do on social media. But at the end of the day, take what we've given you today and go apply some rigor. Take care.